Hello there. Don't be alarmed. We're just preparing your listening device for Scuba Radio, the world's first radio show devoted to diving. We do this, of course, by filling the radio with water. Don't worry. We're professionals. Thanks to me, you won't even get wet. You see, I've crammed every appendage of my body into the cracks and crevices of your radio, ensuring an airtight seal. By the way, don't touch your on-off knob. That's a very sensitive area. Anyway, I should remind you, we believe in the buddy system just like diving, so don't listen alone. Call your buddy and tell them that Scuba Radio is about to begin. We're going to start a new life under the sea. So, uh, am I going to drown? Of course not. Just stay calm and let the gentle currents relax your every muscle. Under the sea. Under the sea. Did it just get warmer? There'll be no accusations. Just friendly crustaceans under the sea. Where the hell are the sharks? And now, here's your dive guide for Scuba Radio, Greg the Dive Master. And welcome. This is the world's first radio show devoted to diving. I am Greg the Dive Master. CJ in the studio with me. Happy 4th of July almost. And happy birthday to you. Thank you. Yeah. It's uh, CJ's birthday. Yesterday. Yeah, but it still Close counts. Enough. It's Close uh, It's birthday weekend. For CJ, you're celebrating by going diving this weekend. I wish, uh, or are you are you just going to walk outside of your home here in Florida and, uh, and, and get you're douched by the rain? And, no, no, no. You don't even have to do that. The humidity's so high, you can put on your scuba gear, walk outside, and after 15 minutes, it would count as a open water dive. Well, right now it's 100 percent humidity. Right. Case in point. There you go. So a little uh, tidbit of, uh, you know, uh, a bonus, maybe, if you're a diver and you live in Florida right now. You know what I should do? Just get a big plastic tarp, use it as a liner, put it in the back of my truck, yeah. wait for it to fill up with rainwater, and then I could just... You don't uh, have to wait for the rain. Just go out there and there. sweat for 15 minutes, and uh, I think you can log your dive. Enough I think volume. That's a Florida log dive, I believe. I, in the I should log my dives. Why? Why so much emphasis on log? You little backed up, that's are you? You hearing something you want to hear? <laughs> okay. Anyway, uh, happy Fourth of July weekend to you. Hopefully, you're making the best of it, better than we are. I actually just get, got back from a a trip out west. Um, last couple shows we recorded in advance. We are live today on that's Facebook Live, sucked. YouTube, and Twitch. Actually, they they were pretty good shows. They were fun. I'm kidding. But uh, but I spent uh, a week out west at Bear Lake. Did you do a Utah. dude ranch? No, I, I was at a lake. I guess they had ranches out there too. But we we're actually at a lake in Utah. Bears and otters. Uh, no bears. The last bear seen in the area uh, was like 1995 or something. They actually have a statue uh, for the bear. The last grizzly bears seen around Bear Lake. That's Utah. sad. Yeah, I mean, I guess I don't know. He was terrorizing the community. So Can I ask you a question? Him. Go ahead. How'd you like to be mutilated? No, I would. <laughs> I would prefer not to. I would prefer not to. But uh, right, I'm going to put you down for a no. I I was out on, at this place, Bear Lake, and even though the water levels are kind of low at a lot of the lakes out in uh, out west, like Lake Mead, you may have seen these videos on YouTube where they're you know the water level is. Drop so low, they're exposing the dead bodies they disposed of years ago. Did you know this? No. You didn't know this, CJ? I don't live out there. What? It's all over the uh, interwebs. I don't go on the interwebs much. <sighs> yeah. 
No, the, the water levels dropped at Lake Mead. They found some dead bodies. Now, they didn't find any dead bodies in Bear Lake. I, I checked. But um, but but it, the water has receded in that particular lake uh, dramatically. It's, it's pretty crazy. We were supposed to have a house on lakefront property. Well, the lake was about a, a good half mile away. It was drained that low in the lake. So you guys got hosed. Well, it was still fine. It was still, I mean, when you get into water, I mean, it's, it was beautiful. Uh, Bear Lake, Utah is known as like the Caribbean of uh, of the West because the water is a turquoise blue color because of the sandstone bottom makeup of the lake or something. And it makes it very blue and very much like what you would experience in the Caribbean. And stuff. It's it's a pretty unique place. Yeah. I didn't I didn't know so anything all, about all, it when we got there. All that beauty, yet I've seen no pictures. No, there, there's pictures. I put some. It's also where they dump all the portables, the portalettes, Greg. That is incorrect, and that's a different hue of blue, minty. Yeah, but uh, beautiful place, Bear Lake, Utah. And uh, there was some diving going on in the area. Matter of fact, the week before I was there, uh, some guy was rebreather diving i believe solo and he he had an incident and passed away so he didn't make it so there but but i didn't go there with the idea of doing any diving even though i could have but the reason was was the water temp was like 58 degrees no yeah so i i didn't bother to check up on the diving i stayed topside went did some boating had some uh, cousins and nephews that got in the water and water skied you know that we didn't care about it was like yeah yeah oh yeah go water ski it's the water's fine you know and they was it was like it's 58 degrees they're gonna die they're they're from up north aren't they they're used to that exactly yeah they 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 didn't understand the the term warm water wuss that i apply to myself they're like he's a wuss i get that part yeah what no i don't i don't think that's what they said but a beautiful not, area, really beautiful face. area. And, and I was tempted after a couple days, even though I was thinking, gosh, water temp, 58 degrees. I don't know if I want to do this. I was tempted to jump in the water, but then I thought, no, 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 I really don't need to. I'm just not going to do it. I'm, I'm doing a family vacation. I'm going to just stay away from diving for a week because that's not what I do for the rest of the Rest of the year. If I were to jump in the water that cold, there would be a lot of words coming out of my mouth. Yeah, but you can't hear them. Unsuitable for children. Can't hear them underwater. It just comes. Butter, I don't know. Once butter, I pop back up. Butter, butter, butter. No, I'd pop up and just, wow. What do you mean? Yeah, you wouldn't want to hear. No, no I can't say it on the radio. Yeah. Okay. F bombs, other things. No, you, we wouldn't do that. It'd be refreshing. Holy mother. Shoot. Mother, father. <laughs> okay, a little bit of that, but uh, but yeah, supposedly there is some diving in the area. I mean, so you you weren't aware of the stuff going on in Lake Mead right out of Las Vegas? No. Okay, so you know we have the Dima show every other year practically in Las Vegas and the big dive uh, area near the Dima show, and for the dive operators, the businesses in Las Vegas is Lake Mead. Lake Mead has seen record levels of drought, and the water level has gotten so low they can't even they can't even get boats in the in Lake Mead right now. And there, it's a big YouTube thing, especially just just Google it, look at these videos. It's remarkable what they've found uh, because the water has receded so much. They they found some dead bodies that were like 
I don't know, put in like a tin can thing, you know, like a like a Jimmy big Hoffa. oil can. Like a submarine. You know, Jimmy Hoffa type stuff, you know what I mean? That's where they put all the dead bodies. They found a couple of them already in Lake Maid. Who knows? By the time this drought is over, will they find some more? But the water has receded so far in Lake Mead, it, it is crazy to see what has happened there. And I, and I don't know how it affects the diving on Lake Mead. I guess, I don't know, Jerry the Diver Guy, have you ever uh, checked into that? I mean, did they dive around the uh, dam? The deep I don't end? know if they dive around the dam because the way I take it, it's pretty deep right there. Yeah, that, well, that's what I'm saying. But it, but I know the videos that I've seen is it's gotten so shallow they can't even get boats yeah. in. So, but I don't know if they dive in Lake Mead I, and there's a shore area where the dive operators go off of a dock someplace, or I don't know I what think, what it's like there because I haven't I done. I think it. that there's only two, maybe three marinas operating on Lake Mead right now. Yeah, the rest has had to shut down. Right. Yeah, it's remarkable when you look at the water level, uh, how low it's gone and gone down, and and that's what I saw in Bear Lake, Utah, as well. I mean, it was it was pretty dramatic. That said, there are plenty of people out on the water with their personal watercraft and their pontoon boats and all that kind of stuff. It didn't seem to put too much of a damper on, on them getting out on the lake and enjoying, you know, water activities, let alone the diving, you know, and uh, that kind of thing. So. Uh, something to keep in mind. I don't know. Uh, Lake Mead does concern me a little bit because, like I said, for the dive operators in Las Vegas, it's a huge uh, facility for, for yeah. you know training and stuff like that. All right, more coming up on the world's first radio show devoted to diving, sea monsters, and more. Check it out next. This is the Worldwide Scuba Radio Network. Bula. You'll hear that a lot when you visit Fiji. It's more than a greeting. It's the spirit of this friendly country. With 333 islands, white sand beaches, and year-round tropical warmth, it's hard not to feel happy at this exceptional dive destination known as the soft coral capital of the world. Fiji Airways has a modern fleet of aircraft to take you to Fiji in style and at great prices. Contact your travel agent now or go to FijiAirways.com and plan your Fijian dive adventure. That's FijiAirways.com. Come as a guest, leave as a friend. It's a philosophy that comes from the top down at Explore Ventures Liveaboards. It doesn't matter if you're traveling solo with a buddy or group. Explore Ventures does the liveaboard dive experience right. For proof, no Explore Ventures has one of the best repeat customer stats in the dive industry. They're also the official liveaboard company of Scuba Radio. You've likely heard us talk about Explore Ventures Scuba Radio Scuba Cruise trips many times, and we invite you to join us on the next one. However, whether we're on board with you or not, I'll bet an Explore Ventures liveaboard trip will be one of the best dive experiences you've ever had it just doesn't get any better save us in kits turks and caicos the galapagos maldives indonesia humpback whales and the silver banks new destinations and itineraries are being added all the time call one of their talented travel consultants to find the explore ventures liveaboard experience that's just right for you 1-800-322-3577 that's 1-800-322-3577 or visit exploreventures.com that's exploreventures.com hey baby What's going down? Later, nerd. Are you lacking with the ladies? Nope. Enhance your scuba superpowers with a new scuba radio hat. Wow, nice hat. Just picked it up at scubaradio.com. Buy two scuba radio hats and get free shipping. Need a dive, buddy, sexy? Always. And I got a scuba radio hat for you, too. (sighs) New scuba radio hats are now available at scubaradio.com. So cool. Order yours today or stay a loser. 
Surface interval is complete. You are now clear to dive with Scuba Radio. Scuba Radio. The world's first radio show devoted to diving. Scuba Radio. Dive, dive, dive. This is the world's first radio show devoted to diving. I am Greg the Dive Master CJ in the studio with me. Scuba Radio, Scuba Squad, made up of, at the moment, of Jerry the Diver Guy and Bubble Boy on this 4th of July weekend. Uh, Jerry, I gotta ask, are you gonna be blowing crap up uh, this weekend, or what? Uh, yes. Uh, Above water or below water? Uh, probably both. That's what I figured. Yeah. It's a thing. Divers around the world have uh, learned how to set off fireworks underwater. Have you seen this online, too, CJ? No. But thanks, yeah. for, thanks for letting me know about it. Yeah, it could happen. Why, you, you're, you don't seem impressed or, a th- in, I mean, I, what, you don't see them used or nothing. It's your birthday. You I should can't be wait happy. To, I can't wait to hear about this. I'm waiting for you to tell me. Well, people are lighting crap up, like fireworks and stuff, and setting them off underwater. They'll, they'll explode underwater. You well, realize they're not hurting the fish, are they? <laughs> well, if the fish are nearby, they are. <laughs> that sounds very uh, environmentally friendly. <laughs> I didn't say it was. I'm just saying they're doing that. So I have mixed feelings about it's that. It's a redneckish kind of a, a I don't adventure. Want, I don't want any of my sharks to get hurt. I, I would agree with you on this. Yes. I, I, I'm not a big fan. Or turtles. From, from that standpoint. But if you're in like, uh, I don't know, uh, even, you know, you could do it in a pool setting. And then you take the environmental element in out of pool? it. In a pool? Yeah. Somebody's pool? I love Somebody's it. Somebody's pool. Yeah, preferably a neighbor that you don't prefer, you don't like, <laughs> you know, be a way to get them. But uh, I don't know. The thing is, if you light off like a bottle rocket and let it go just long enough, where it—well, I don't know how long. Jerry, Jerry's the expert on this because he, he blows crap up all the time. Actually, I can hold it and, and very lightly let it go, and it'll shoot out of my hand into the water. That sounds safe. Yes, of course. <laughs> you know, uh, the views expressed on Scuba Radio are those of completely insane individuals. Don't attempt yep. any of this at home ever. No, so I don't recommend yeah. it. Yeah, but you've done it. Yes, tons of times. <laughs> so we don't have to. He still has nope. all his fingers for right still got now. Them all. Yeah, but uh, but but the thing is, they Not will go long. off underwater. Not for and, long. And, they will. And actually, uh, in uh, uh, if you're in a cold place, I mean, you, you've actually done this under the ice. That was a thing we talked about last year, yep. right? And, and like under the ice. I don't, I don't know. I don't know what excuse you use to set off fireworks when you know, like a lake is frozen over. For I've, some reason, it's way cooler now. What? What to do this? You, you throw ice into the mix, and I like it. <laughs> okay. Yeah. More stuff to break, I guess. Yeah, you can Google this stuff, and you can find these these crazy individuals doing this, like Jerry the Diver. Yeah, Jerry, guy. make sure you film all this. Uh, well, uh, unfortunately, we we have no ice right now. Well, That's yeah. Okay. I mean, That's you have okay. to. I, that's what I was saying. I don't know what holiday they celebrate when they start lighting off fireworks Christmas. in the middle of winter. Okay, is that a Christmas. fireworks holiday? I guess it can be. This it is for Baby New Year's Jesus. Eve. Maybe it was New Year's Eve. Actually, you're right. Maybe it was a New, New Year's, Year's Eve thing. Eve, Christmas both. Okay. All right. So red and green the fireworks. The thing about it is that uh, 
the good fireworks are illegal in Virginia. So the good ones. Yeah. The good ones. Yeah. The good ones. All right. Well, but, uh, are you, so, I mean, you could do this, uh, this weekend and probably get away with it to a certain extent, right? yeah. but are you doing that is the question and not whether you should, or it's advisable for anyone to partake in such activity. I'm just, I will kinda, be partaking in that activity. You will. Okay. Yes. And will you be diving at the same time? Uh, probably tomorrow day I will dive. Yeah. But you, you won't, are you going to combine these activities? Like, or will you do it on the surface interval or will you do it at the end of the dive? Is uh, it to recall your dive group? Hey, when you see the bottle rocket, time to come back to the, sh- come back to the boat. Tomorrow, no, I will not be setting fireworks off underwater. Tomorrow, I'm going diving. Okay. And so, where, where where are you going to dive? I'll probably go to my local lake. Yeah. The name of that lake is? South Houston. Okay. So if you see any explosions <laughs> at South Houston Lake yep. in the mountains of Virginia or near near that neck of the woods, you know, you know who's diving. It's a possibility. Okay. Okay. So that's, uh, you know, something you can do or something you can avoid to do. But now, now you know it could happen. And if you're diving this weekend, just be on the lookout for some rednecks like Jerry that might be doing this kind of thing. I mean, actually, if you're not in the water, it's, it is kind of cool to see because it, it's almost like watching, you know, an underwater battle. You know what I mean? Like a like uh, missiles that go and explode like on a movie because that's what they do. They, they, you know, if you take a bottle rocket, you, sh- you set it off and it goes right under the water column. And then when so you, it explodes. So you start it on dry in air yeah. and shoot it down into the water. You can't light it under the water. I mean, no, you got to light it first. And then, something. you know, as soon as it's getting ready to go, you, you let it go. And before it has a chance to go out, it takes off. Right. Do I got it right? Right there, in there. Your exactly foot. right. Yeah. And then, and then it explodes like, you know, an, a torpedo would on a movie, you know, going after a battleship. So they, I've seen this uh, on YouTube. I haven't witnessed it in person, but it, it is kind of cool. Well, next time I'm down, I'll take no, you No, I don't want to be near it. I don't want to be remotely near it for legal reasons and uh, yeah, health no legal reasons. Yeah. It's legal in, in Florida. Uh, I, don't, I don't think that's accurate. Yeah, we'll go to the swamp. There has to be some law that's Nobody being violated when know. you do this. So it's good just to see it on some idiot on YouTube do it. Whether that idiot is Jerry, I you know, I, I don't know. I don't think so. I, don't, I, I think he's smart enough not to document the video. Yeah, because, you know, it's illegal activities in Virginia. It very well could be. These are just jokes, folks. Not really happening. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Yeah, we'll go with that. So yep. uh, there has been a lot of news uh, going on um, since my trip out west. And um, one has to do with, uh, are we about to witness the summer of the shark once again? I hope so. No, I, not the kind of you know publicity that I... Uh, I'm talking oh, about. Oh, you mean where somebody gets accidentally bit? Yeah, bitten. Yeah, well, we had an incident. Yeah, it's already starting to happen. Um, a, a little girl almost got her leg taken. Uh, who was evidently near some folks that were scalloping. Uh, actually, I believe where uh, 
the Aqua Gypsy was scalloping uh, this morning. We're planning to, so we're expecting to hear from her. Or maybe Uh-oh. it maybe it uh, deterred her effort. I don't know. We'll find out at some point. But but there was an incident on the west coast of Florida where some a family was uh, doing some scalloping or. That activity had, is very popular in that area, and they say a nine-foot shark got a hold of her. But the reasoning is what, what I'm hearing is is they were cleaning the scallops in the area, you know, like a fish cleaning station after uh-huh. a bunch of fishermen that brought in the sharks. Girl jumps in the water, and an incident takes place. We'll see where this leads or discuss uh, this activity next. Stay close. Power, simplicity, reliability. It's what you demand of your dive computer. And Shearwater delivers. Shearwater evolved out of one tech diver's need for a reliable, easy-to-use rebreather dive computer and quickly became the tech market leader. Now recreational divers have taken notice. The Shearwater Peregrine is a simple, full-color, multi-gas dive computer. It's also the most economical Shearwater dive computer released to date. Check it out in the entire line at Shearwater.com. Shearwater. Dive computers for demanding divers. Do you have a message or a product that you'd like to share with the diving world? Well, look no further than Scuba Radio. Just like you, thousands of diving enthusiasts are hearing this message. And we could be talking about you and your product or service as early as next Saturday. Remember, a terrible thing happens when you don't advertise. Nothing. Go to scubaradio.com, send us an email, and let's get to work to make your marketing message matter. surface interval is complete. You are now clear to dive with Scuba Radio. Scuba Radio. The world's first radio show devoted to diving. Scuba Radio. Dive, dive, dive. They're celebrating the revolution. It's the 4th of July. Well, we're close enough. It is Saturday, and this is the world's first radio show devoted to diving. I am Greg the Dive Master, CJ in the studio with me. Uh, we got uh, Jerry the Diver Guy and Bubble Boy connected via the web, making up the Scuba Radio Scuba Squad. I do believe it is going to expand. By the end of the show today, because we are expecting a few other members to join us on this holiday weekend. Hopefully you're making the best of it. Going diving, getting out there on the 4th, blowing up stuff underwater, whatever you need to do to have fun. Do it safely. Yes, safe. Safety is... Uh... Do what Jerry the Diver guy would not do. Is that, is well, that how you I, phrase it? That's dope. You got to add fun to it. Well, you got to have fun, but let him do the nutty <laughs> stuff. And uh, talk about it. Don't do not do that. But, all right, I, I digress. I want to get back to this uh, story because there was a, a pretty bad incident this week. 17-year-old girl 
Keaton, Florida, I believe is where it is. is and, it, and that is a, uh, it, it's a scallop uh, hotspot. Where, where is that um, in Florida? Uh, west coast of Florida, like north of Tampa, I believe. Okay. I think a home Sassa area or right around there uh, in that neck of the woods. But, uh, you know, the, you know, it's, it's scallop season. And basically, you can go out and snorkel in about five to ten feet of water, if that even, and uh, find these scallops. And you get them by the bucket. You have limits. You know, there's a Florida limit, the whole thing. But anyway, a family was out there. I don't know if they were actually scalloping themselves, but supposedly some people were coming in from scalloping, and they were swimming in an area in very shallow water where some people were possibly cleaning their catch of the day. And, you know, it, it's no different than a fishing pair where, you know, fishermen come in uh, and, or they'll catch some fish on the, and then, you know, and then, and then they'll just start cleaning their fish. Yeah, and you don't want to be anywhere the near the, you don't want to be in that water when yeah. that's going on. I mean, any uh, marina on the planet, uh, chances are, if there's sharks in the area, they're going to be around when uh, the fishermen are cleaning fish yeah, and that's not scraps it's not a great place to be in the water uh when I, i've always kind of scratched my head when you're in pier at piers and, and the the pier will have a, a cleaning station or marina for that matter and there's people swimming nearby i've always thought that was like hey, you got to create a little bit of a barrier there because the sharks you know they come in they they want the free food the scraps that, that's what they're i mean just taking a, a you know think about when we were down at Robbie's Marina. Not to mention you're uh, swimming in fish guts. Well, there's that. But remember when we were down at Robbie's Marina down in the Keys? Yeah, that's a few what I was weeks just ago. thinking about. And uh, the tarp, of, tarpon of, come in, but they had a, a fishing station, a uh, cleaning station right next to the Robbie's Marina. And we hung out there. And we what did we see? Like 15 nurse sharks? Yeah, some big ones. Big, big ones. I mean, you know. They were sharks, hungry. Yeah, but nurse sharks are, are pretty harmless. They're not going to come after you. But they're going to take some free food. But but the chances of them being, you know, there being some other type of sharks that are attracted to the free handouts uh, is good. To, and, you know, you don't see people in the water right there. Of course not. And, uh, and the nurse sharks could bite you by accident. Too. Yeah. I mean, it's just mistaken identity stuff. But, but anyway, that's what they think probably happened. Uh, to this 17-year-old girl. I mean, your pasty white ankle would look like a fish guts, <laughs> yeah, like fish guts underwater. Exactly. And, uh, you know, and, and the reason I bring up the Summer of the Shark is that this is exactly how this happened in the year 2000. I know that's a long time ago, but we were doing scuba radio, and uh, Jesse Arbogast, I'll never forget, a little 10-year-old boy up in the panhandle, had his arm, I believe, taken uh, by a bull shark, and it was a big story. You know, it's interesting. This story that's come out this last week, it's made the Florida news. I'm not sure if it's went national that much, and maybe it'll just blow over and we won't see much about it. But but it's exactly how this started in the year 2000 when uh, Jesse lost his uh, arm, and it was a bull shark, and they had to wrestle with the shark to get it. It was a big mess, a tragic, tragic situation. And But what it led to... Was like, oh gosh, you know, we got sharks that are biting people now, which they always have been at, you know, at certain times of the year, which is usually summer when there's more people in the water, uh, you know, playing tourists and that kind of thing in Florida. 
and uh, but but they started pointing the finger at dive operators that were feeding sharks. Now, not feeding bull sharks, which it was a bull shark that got him. Uh, but but you know they were blaming like dive operators down in the keys like, w- that were doing nurse shark dives or you know different species of sharks altogether. But long story short, they started pointing the finger at dive operators that were doing shark dives. Now there was no no correlation whatsoever, but that didn't matter. That did not matter one iota to the mainstream media, especially with the fact that they weren't. There weren't any dive operators doing any shark dives in the Gulf at the time, uh, for sure. I don't even know if they are today. They're on the other side of the state, doing a different species of shark, and and that thing. But so so uh, you know, I'm I'm a little concerned about this particular story blowing up a little and uh, starting to point the finger. The good news is, and we brought this up at the time in the year 2000 was that it was like, look, why would you point the finger at dive operators feeding a different species of shark on the opposite side of the state uh, when you have fishing piers, marinas, uh, you know, cleaning stations for fishermen that, you know, take their catch and they clean their fish and chuck the guts over the side. That draws, everybody knows this. Then they pointed that out with the, uh, with the scallop cleaning situation. So, and at the time when we brought that point up, which was much more reasonable, uh, like culprit, like, look, if you want to, you know, if you're concerned about bringing people and sharks together, that's where you should direct your attention. Maybe create bigger barriers between places where fishermen are cleaning fish or chucking the guts and things like that over the side of a pier or whatever. And uh, and bathers or swimmers. And or uh, no swimming 30 minutes before or after that yeah or you know just you know look at that is a you know whether or not that's actually uh the reason you know why the shark came after the person or not i don't i absolutely know does that make a lot more sense than blaming a dive operator doing a shark dive with a different species of shark on the other side of the state oh hell yes yep but it didn't matter they still came after uh the dive operators and it created a massive pr uh, problem and mistake and and just uh, uh what, what, in the boating industry i think we refer to these as uh, charlie foxtrots yeah yeah so uh we will see but uh you know if calmer heads prevail it'll blow over and they'll just say hey look and and i was shocked how how they the, i think it was like the local sheriff i saw on a video who said Hey, look, here's our suggestions. You know, don't swim at dusk, you know, when sharks are feeding. And don't swim where they're cleaning the guts of uh, scallop fishermen. I'm glad that came out. Yeah. I was like, that makes a lot of sense. And, you know, you could find yourself near a, a situation like that or you're not putting two and two together. And that makes a heck of a lot of sense. Right. So we will see if uh, calmer heads will prevail on this or this will get blown up again and We'll do another round of uh, PR nightmares. So far, so good. And, and I don't know if it's maybe we've gotten more enlightened, do you think? Or was it just uh, luck, uh, lucky? What do you think there, CJ? Lucky. That's my guess as well. But once again, that's how it started. And uh, take it for what it's worth. All right? I never underestimate the stupidity of the local media. That is so true. Maybe they're getting you know more educated. I don't know. I'll give them a little bit of credit on this case at least for now more coming up
is the Worldwide Scuba Radio Network. surface interval is complete. You are now clear to dive with Scuba Radio. Scuba Radio. The world's first radio show devoted to diving. Scuba Radio. Dive, dive, dive. Today, we celebrate our Independence Day. A little bit early, but it's fine. It's a weekend, weekend-long celebration. This is the world's first radio show devoted to diving. I am Greg the Dive Master, CJ in the studio with me, Bubble Boy connected via the web. We lost Jerry, the diver guy, at least at the moment, to a power outage. Is that what he said? Yeah, he texted me. He said power went out. Uh-huh. Yeah. That's I, code for his still blew up. Exactly. That's what I mean. Ah. Right. One of his uh, rogue fireworks went off. It could have been. He he got a little he antsy. He blew up his own still. <laughs> <laughs> Revenueers! Crap, I aimed it the wrong way. Yeah. Well, uh, we'll he, uh, hopefully the power will come back. Uh, you can be wishing for that. I don't, or know, maybe. But I don't know how the grid is up there in the mountains. You never know. You might not be as lucky as we are. All right. So if you're diving in Greece and you're underwater and you come across something like the giant head of Hercules, is the first thing out of your uh, blowhole, oh, Hercules, Hercules. <laughs> uh, how do they say that? No. How's it go? Come on. You can do it. Hercules, Hercules. Yeah, that's right. I mean, don't you have to do that? I, I mean, would, yeah. I mean, you, you just see this headline. From uh, definitely from when part you, of the world. Definitely when you're back up talking about it at the bar later. Right. So uh, divers recovered a giant head of Hercules from a shipwreck in Greece. That's pretty cool. Yeah. And um, I, I'm just guessing that, that would have to be, you know, your expression as soon as you saw it. Hercules, Hercules. You'd have to do something like yeah, that. Thanks, Eddie Murphy. Yeah. And uh, what, yeah, what was that coming to America? Which one? Was oh, I that? forget. I don't, yeah, I don't know. Bubble Boy is our movie trivia, you know, movie buff. Yeah, what guy. movie was that? Does he know? Actually, I think you're right for once, Greg. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, we'll go with that. Then I'm right. You had me at that. All right, so uh, yeah, they found this uh, underwater. That'd be kind of cool, though. And uh, I don't know what that means. And uh, what what exactly makes it giant? Did, the did size you... is large. Well, how how large? Do you know? I don't know. You have the article right over well, there. Well, no, you sent it to me. I thought maybe you knew. <laughs> I just I mean, because the I picture, just, I, I didn't I didn't see any picture Greg, of Greg, it. Greg, I'm a busy man. I don't have time for this crap. What yeah. I do is I skim it, and I go, this looks interesting. Right. Send it to Greg. Yeah, I mean, they show one picture of a diver, you know, you know holding a a rock in his hand, but you don't see the, the head of Hercules. I was like, well, how big is, is Hercules' head exactly? They say, it says giant, so giant, seems right? To be pretty large, but I don't know if that's like. Are we talking like you know, Stonehenge giant, like the the Moai Hawaiian statue type, you know, giant head things, or you know, is it just Mount yeah, Rushmore? Maybe massive. And uh, I I don't know what Hercules looked like. Do you? Um, How did they know it was Hercules? Well, all those Greek statues are really awesome. Are there pictures of Hercules in you know somewhere in some? Museum someplace, Bubble Boy. You're our expert on yeah, that. Yeah, I think too. it's uh, Lou Ferrigno. Oh, he looks like Lou Ferrigno, does he? <laughs> he 
He's green, Minus evidently. the unibrow. <laughs> I don't think so. Okay. But would you be excited if you found something Hell like yeah. that? Hell yeah. That'd be super cool. I mean, I yeah. I, they, they supposedly, I mean, maybe it's like an Atlantis thing. Did Hercules uh, get his freak on with a bunch of mermaids or something? Or I, I defer to Bubble Boy again, once again. That probably would have been Poseidon, Greg. Ah, well, maybe Hercules was coming in and, and trying to get in on some of that action. Nope. Nope. I don't see what that has to do with anything. I'm just wondering why was the giant head of Hercules underwater? It broke off from a, he- a large oh, yeah, statue. Okay. His head broke yeah. off and... Now they're going to find the rest of him, maybe. <laughs> okay. All right. Well, uh, th- there's that. I mean, I've been hearing about these archaeological digs off the uh, coast of Greece. Uh, they've found quite a bit of stuff under there the, the last few years. And, you know, whether this is the, you know, something connected to Atlantis, I- I'd heard that rumor. What are you, what are you looking maybe, at? Like? Maybe he pissed off Zeus and Zeus is like... One more off time. Off your head. One more time. I'm going to rip your head off and poop down your neck hole. Whoa. Hey, no. <laughs> Why would he do that? I don't know. He must have angered him. Uh, you don't want to anger the gods. I guess not. I <laughs> I'm not up on my Greek mythology, but Hercules. I, I didn't think that was a thing, he actually. He was a, a mortal, wasn't he? He wasn't a god, was he? No. Hercules, well, he was he a was god, a wasn't he, Bubble guy. Boy? Zeus, I think, was his father. Okay, so that means... Oh, that really makes sense. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, well, uh, you may not find the head of Hercules on your next dive, but if you go up to the Panhandle of Florida, they have uh, announced some more sculptures as part of this Underwater Museum of Art exhibit that has been under construction. It's uh, Grayton Beach State Park, Santa Rosa Beach, Florida, in about 58 feet of water, and they've uh, released some of the new designs that they're planning to put underwater or already already have uh, underwater, and some of them are pretty cool. There's no head of Hercules. There is a, well, actually, you know, there is a, a, a statue of a woman holding a head. It looks like a head, and maybe it's the head of Hercules, for all I know. Can you see this? I don't know if you can see this. Which but one it, am I looking at? I see the seed and the sea. She's holding something in her hand, um, and it actually, it, I don't think it's a mermaid, but it, it looks like a like a football size thing in her hand it's that a she's holding. Kit. Now it's called the Seed in the Sea, but maybe it's the head of Hercules. For all I know, if you go underwater it's and see it, not big enough. Well, it's not gigantic. It's not a gigantic head of Her- Hercules. It's, it's it would be like the ball. a uh, atomically correct size. Head of Hercules. Anatomically? That's what I said. You said atomically. And uh, <clears throat> let's see, they got a guitar uh, that's going on. And all this stuff is made out of some kind of concrete mix that's good for the environment, for the fish to, you know, turn into a reef. But the coolest one is the, uh, they, they got like a Beatles yellow submarine kind of uh, sculpture that's going down. Now, it's not going to be yellow, but uh, it's like, you know, the yellow submarine from the cartoon from the Beatles. That's kind of neat. I like the uh, bow of the ship there. Well, yeah, they got like a shipwreck thing. That's kind of cool. Well, that, that's kind of uh, misleading. People are going to think it's really a ship. Cool. Because it's in the bottom of the ocean. What's the, 
I mean, we already have those. Why would you put another one down Why and not? fake it? Because it looks cool. No, I disagree. I think it's you don't if, like that. You're not a if fan. you're going to put a you know sculptures underwater, you got to put unique stuff that people. What would, would you go, do? What would you like to see there that's not there? Well, I mean, they got you know some kind of artsy kind of thing, bloom baby bloom, which I guess maybe is supposed to be like some kind of plant life thing. You'd probably want a ukulele. Yeah, that, well, they got a guitar already. That's close. That could actually be a ukulele. Stupid. <laughs> uh, but but yeah, I mean, I, I would I wouldn't want to put a shipwreck underwater, that, because we, we that's too typical. I mean, do something more unique that you wouldn't typically see underwater. Like a the toilet. divers. Well, there's those. There's quite a bit of those all around the world. That's not a. That's that's actually. A I've thing. never seen a toilet underwater. Really? Yeah. You haven't looked hard enough. Yeah, I have. I look no, hard. No, you have I look not. Real hard. No, no. There's. I I've heard of those. You know, they're out there. But you Greg, know, I mean, Greg, that would you be. Don't, you yeah. don't need a toilet underwater, Greg, because true. You go, you go in your suit. Right. There's divers that go in their suit, and there are divers that lie about not going in their suit. Speaking of yellow submarines. <laughs> Yellow something, for sure. And every once in a while, a brown trout might swim by. I can't by. tell what that is in the middle. What is that, like a bathtub or something? Um, it, there's a lizard. There's a lizard in the middle of it, whatever it is. It's like a lizard in an ashtray. I'm not sure what that is. Huh. But once again, this is uh, uh, Grayton State Park uh, in Florida, and they got these new underwater sculptures. So it's kind of a cool thing. All right, look, hour two is on deck. We got more to talk about, more guests to, to share with you on this 4th of July weekend. Just getting started. Stay close to the world's first radio show devoted to diving. If you be pressurized there, you'll want to be there on Scuba Radio. Scuba Radio is a production of Overboard Entertainment Incorporated. Scuba Radio. This seems the logical place for fish to congregate. Remember, you can listen live or to archives of past editions of Scuba Radio worldwide over the Internet at scubaradio.com. So we're in international waters? Indeed so. Tell a friend and buddy up with your radio every week for Scuba Radio, the world's first radio show devoted to diving. Well, it's all very nice here, but we should be going. I miss me wife and me oxygen. Yes, we all miss our loved ones and gases. Let's go! The opinions you just heard on Scuba Radio are those of the hosts, callers, and guests. Okay, you know, what I just heard? Blah, 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 blah. They are not necessarily those of any station or network, its management, or advertisers. Come on, quit yanking me. Scuba diving does involve risk and should never be conducted without proper instruction and training. Oh, what's the worst thing that could happen? I could die. Have any questions or comments? Feel free to do so via the web at scubaradio.com. 